Hello and welcome to another Comedian's Interview for my blog and podcast, A Rich Comic Life. My name is Richard Gill and my blog describes my experiences of watching over 1,000 stand-up comedians over the last 47 years. I'm delighted to welcome my guest today, the wonderfully funny Mr. Josh Pugh. Yay! Hello, how mate. Are you? How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Great. What a, what a welcome that is. <laughs> Great to see you, my friend, and thank you so yeah, much for doing fun. this. My pleasure. So the uh, it's very kind of you to do this. The the chat. Uh, um, we're going to talk about your comedy career um, uh, uh, for the next 45 minutes or so. So if you can, uh, if you can tell me, um, how did you first become a comedian in the first place? Wow. So I think it's something, and it's always easier in, in hindsight, isn't it? I think it's always something I wanted to do. Yeah. I, I can remember loving comedy when I was on the telly as a kid. I loved Vic and Bob and... Um, I love Lee Evans when he was on and then I, I was at an age where I kind of saw Peter Kay come um, onto the scene and it was like the first time I'd seen something and I'm like this guy's speaking about my life and my family in a similar way you get with music and he's like oh, that, that feels like that album's written for me and I, I remember we had the, the DVD that live from the top of the tower what was it yeah it was a DVD actually and it was passed around the family it's like you've got to watch this thing, and everybody loved it. And then I think I had a calendar and like a garlic bread calendar, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like these things that were in our lives every day that we all knew about, but had never been pointed out to us. I, I, I'll never forget that phenomenon. It just it was a mad couple of years. And Phoenix Nights, yeah, that was like, oh god, that is that's not the club we go to. It's not the club that's on our road, and then. When I was in kind of year 11, it was The Office that came out, and that was great in a different way. So it had a lot of Gervais and Peter Kay. At the point in my life, I'm like 15, 16, 17, which is, I think, you know, the same with music, it's such an influential time, isn't it? That's exactly um, why I do the blog. It's exactly why. that There is something there with the comedians you discover something and they're listening to you they're, they're, they're relating to what your life is really and that's that's just magical if you can relate yeah, to absolutely. then also like Frank Skinner so he's like um, yeah. you know he's, he's a Midlander like me and he's, he's into football and you're in 96 that was a that's a telephone look of football as well so comedy has always been dead close to my life without realising kind of I kind of never did anything performing before. I played the drums as a kid, but was never in a band. Just practiced by myself in my room, which is completely pointless as a drummer. <laughs> so what? What? What gave you the bug to actually go up on stage? When? When was your first ever gig? So I would have been. I was twenty-four. So I'm thirty-two now. Yeah. I would have been twenty-four, and I'd always. So that, that's my point. I was kind of wanting to do it for years without realizing. And then suddenly I was like, oh, I think I want to be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> But it's such a it's such a daunting thing <laughs> to try, no. you know. Especially, you know, people a lot of people come to comedy through acting or through they've been in a band. But I've never done anything. I just done normal jobs and stuff. And I thought I really want to do this. It took me ages to start because when I was starting, I thought I'm going to start not to have a go at it. I was starting because this is actually what I wanted to do forever. Yeah. So that's why it felt a bigger first hurdle to get across. 
Rich, if that makes sense. Oh, very much so. So, so what year are we talking when you first went on stage? So that's 2014, that is. And where was it? It's May, May the 22nd, wow. 2014, <laughs> at, um, at a place called the Wetmore Whistle, which is a pub in Burton-on-Trent. Right. And I, I had no kind of pre... I couldn't even picture what the gig would look like in my head. I'd been to, I think I'd been to see John Bishop in an arena. Yeah. And I knew I wasn't, I knew, I knew I wasn't going to an arena that night. But other than that, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I had no real picture of what the gig would look like. And it was like a side room of a pub, that like every chair was a different chair. There was like a, a pull up banner. There was probably about 30 people in there. Wow. And it was, and I met a guy called Joe Tomlinson who doesn't do comedy now. And straight up, so we're all new acts. He came over to me straight away and introduced himself. He'd done one gig, and straight away I just got a vibe from him. I thought, oh no, this is, these are my people. This is, this is it. You're in your way. Before I'd even been on, I thought, this is great. Because you're, because you're Midlands based, aren't you? You're, you're, I am, mate. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm near Coventry. I'm like right in the middle of the country. Right. My, my auntie lives in Warwick, and I went to yeah. college in Stoke. So I know Staffordshire, and, and when you said Burton-on-Trent, it clicked. I'm sure I've been there. Um, oh, for sure, yeah. And, and, and when you were talking about Peter Kay, um, I first saw him in a tiny club in Manchester before he was famous, and he, wow. was, and he, was, on a, and he was on a bill of five acts, and he was fourth on, and I laughed so hard at him. I said to my mate, he's going to be a superstar. I laughed so hard I missed the fifth act. And the fifth act, wow. was, the fifth act was Dave Gorman. I had some functions when I met him. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was incredible. I, I, yeah, I, I love uh, Peter Gay. Uh, yeah, so you had that feeling with him, Rich. Was, yeah. Wow, this is something we're watching. Something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 you're so right about Frank Skinner. With the when we saw him in the nineties in the stand up, and he was just yeah. so. Um, he could just be naturally funny. The and same with Peter Kay. They were they, they were so so good. Um, and and they the felt like people you might know. Richard yeah, exactly. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they the felt like somebody that might drink in the pub exactly. on the street, or you, you, your dad works with, or something. Exactly. Else. That's 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 so true. It's the it's the it's the relatability of them. Um, yeah. So you're on stage doing your first gigs. Um, did you? When you first started out, did you go the route of um, you were doing five minutes in pubs and friends were coming along? Was that the way you got into it, or did was there another way? No, that was it. So it was um, so it was five minutes, and then I, I didn't tell my family to start with. My first gig, <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. And then my second gig, my now wife came to. Yeah. Um, and then. But no, I didn't really invite friends and no, family for no, a long time. No. Um, but yeah, that's what I was doing, kind of pubs or just anywhere. There's, there's these things called gong shows, which oh. I'm sure you, sure you know about them. I have a story for you in a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. so they, can be, they can be quite brutal. I'm, yes. I'm sure your listeners know, but if you're booked in to do five minutes, but if the audience aren't enjoying you, they can raise a card or and you're off before your five minutes. <laughs> and, and these aren't local things. These are all over the shop. So yeah. I um, so I was doing them just because it's stage time and... That's very brave. 
to do I, it well, I, early I on. But I, knew, I, I didn't know anything else. I thought yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> When I first went to Edinburgh, I know the uh, chap. I knew the chap who did the Free Fringe, and I said, "I've always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Can I have a go?" And he put me on a gong show, an old an old people's gong show on a Monday afternoon in Edinburgh Haymarket, where it was pouring down. And I wrote this incredible, I thought, script about me cr me crashing cars in Carlisle, and I um, walked on. There was three people in the crowd and I walked on and uh, I said, I said, uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, people think I look like Eddie the Eagle Edwards, which I do, but I can't see the resemblance myself. And some old bloke at the back just went, fuck off, and gunged us off. Straight away. <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't even get to the script. <laughs> he oh, said, no. the, the promoter said, have another go. And a similar thing happened and I thought, Maybe never say never again. I might, but I think my place is in the audience supporting. Yeah. Or, or as, an <laughs> as an introduction, you know, that's probably the, that's the difficult gig, isn't it? Yeah, for a yeah, first yeah. One. <laughs> If you can conquer yeah. that, you can do anything. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And then I think a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of people say this to you. So you, you start off quite quite well. Yeah. And then I think about my fourth gig in. I had a terrible experience. Very similar to what you had there. <laughs> And I thought, oh my god! I thought I could do this. And I don't know if I can do it now. I think that I think that I say this to a lot of comedians: you have to have the difficult gigs to gain the experience to become a better comedian. It's yeah, it's, definitely. It, it's it's, like it's like part and parcel of it. Do you ever see the boxers when they're training and they're, yeah. they're lying down, and the trainer's got like a heavy medicine ball, and they're just smashing it off the stomach? <laughs> To build the stomach muscles up, and I think that's what them gigs are. It's not that bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, you're on stage, and the first early gigs, what did you like to talk about initially? Have you got a theme running through your material, or...? I think I was doing, like, um, probably an incarnation of what my style now, really, trying to kind of, probably a bit more surreal when I first started. Yeah. Because you haven't got the fear. You know, or, or you haven't got the editing skills. Well, they're never going to go for this. <laughs> and it, it's actually quite an exciting time, really, because you know, you're, never, you're never second guessing yourself. You, yeah. you kind of, you kind of, this is good. they're going to love this. You, you've got that at the start, and then that, you know, you haven't got the editing or the the preemptive what's not going to work at that point. So it's quite quite a nice, very exciting time actually. You'll do anything. You'll, I was doing, I'd take a poem on, or I'd do a. <laughs> The wonderful thing, and I've seen you a few times now, the wonderful thing, even from me talking about that from the early days to now, is you, you, even if you don't project, even if you don't feel it, you have this incredible confidence. You seem to you seem to go on a screen or, or I presume live. I'm coming to see you live at the end of at the Leicester Comedy Festival soon. Um, uh, um, you, you you walk out and you must think, right? I'm going to make this audience laugh before I leave the stage. Is that your premise? Or yeah, I think um, it's like with anything, isn't it? You, you know, it's if you've done it enough times. Yeah. <laughs> All the data is in my favour that it's going to go well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not an unfound, this, you know, I'm an, an amazing thing. It's, 
I've done this lots of times. 95% of the time it goes well. And so the chances are this is going to be one of those times. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, there it is. And, and, and as I said earlier, the more you do it, the more confident and the, and the more experience and it makes yeah. you better, better confidence. And the, the stakes get lower, Rich, as well, because, you know, you've had bad gigs and it doesn't, it's not the end of the world anymore. Sure, yeah, yeah. So the, the stakes are lower and I think you're, it's like, a, like anybody, isn't it? You know, you see it with football when a team gets relegated with five games in hand, but go and play brilliantly in those next five games. Unless it's Carlisle United. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> I'll support them till I die. <laughs> right. Uh, so, um, so when you do, so so you progress from your five minutes to your ten minutes to your twenty minutes to your hour-long shows. Now, um, tell me about your writing process for a routine or a show. How do you go about doing it? Yeah, and I think when you're a comedian, you're always looking. Right. You're, you're always you're always looking. I think. So you, stuff does come to you, and sometimes you think, oh, "I'm not going to. I'm just going to chill out and not think of anything today. Not try, not try and do anything." Sure, yeah. And then, then you kind of, it's like your brain relaxes and it gives you loads of stuff. So, so do you have a little notebook with you as you go along and you jot ideas down? Yeah, I have a, I have a notebook, and I, I use the notes function on my phone. Right. And, and everybody uses the note. So my, my notebook, if I open it front to back it's all my ideas if I open it back to front it's all my set lists that is well organised <laughs> yeah I don't know if you've ever spoken to Andrew Bird I've seen Andrew Bird before oh he's brilliant yeah 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 I love Andrew Bird he hasn't been he on here I'd love to have, it, have him as a guest oh yeah. I'm sure he'd be yeah. up for it he's a yeah. great, great guy and he loves comedy and he, and he um he, taught, he, he does a thing where it's um he has like a data page diary right so you can see exactly what material he's done at what gig. So if he ever does that gig again, he can look back and think, oh, I did this, this and this. Which is quite... Brilliant. So simple, isn't it, that is? But it's brilliant. It's so well done because um, a friend of mine um, always... Uh, if I go to the comedy with him, he always says, oh, I've seen this before. And, yeah. and you're always looking for originality because if you're, if, you're, if, if you're on a tour, you've got a show that could last six months. But if you go yeah. to it as long, if you go to comedy shows as long as I do, I don't mind hearing it before because it's because it's it's the delivery of the joke and anything can happen in the room and all the rest of it, you know. And I suppose because you you see so much, you probably see routines grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, they've added that bit, or they've yeah. done that slightly differently. And that's um, that's it, something that's really comedy. I enjoy watching that. Very much so. It's either, it's either the routines or the comedians themselves. It's one of the beauties of the blog. I mean, um, uh, because I've I've seen so much from each comedian, it's wonderful watching them grow and develop, as you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's move on. Uh, in 2014 and 2015, you won the Midland New Act of the Year. And yes, yeah. And you also won the New Comedian of the Year Award in 2016. Congratulations. Can you, Thank you. My pleasure. Well deserved. Um, please describe these experiences and what's your view on comedy competitions? Do you think they're a good thing? So, the, it's really strange. I, I personally feel weird about <laughs> winning. Right. <laughs> I, I can't get out there quick enough. 
know what I mean? I, it's absolutely not my personality. And, and comp- you know, it's kind of ne- a bit of a necessary evil when you start because it helps you progress and stuff. Right. But whether you do well or whether you do badly, I, I never really come away from competitions feeling very good. Right. I either feel awkward for doing well or bitter for doing badly. Right. Oh, mate. Right. But, but, yeah. but what is good, it's, it's a great way to meet people who your year your school year in comedy yeah yeah they started at the same time as you and you know you kind of go through you know what you said there about peter kane dave gorman on a bill together you kind of you know it's a good way of meeting people who are at the same level as you at that point and to see where you're at and see what other people are doing it's quite you know it's nice in that sense do you think um it furthers your career the more competitions you do or does it depend on how much work you do in comedy clubs or it's i mean every and i'm sure at the time i was entering the competitions because it was another gig and i wanted to do as many gigs as possible and i think a lot of new acts do that because it's another chance to get up and perform and that's the only way and the, the it's if you can do well in them great but it's also, not by no means is it a marker stick at all of how well or no. how good a comedian you're going to do. Because you know yourself, you know, there's some people who, who are not five-minute comedians. Yeah. You know, you, you, you need to appreciate somebody over 20 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour. Like, like Billy Connolly, over five minutes, it just... It doesn't work. You know. It's not going to work. It's, it's yeah. not going to. You're not going to see the best of him, and it's the same, same with competitions. You know, yeah, they, they yeah, are what yeah. they are, Rich. That's that's that, that's really interesting and true because um, uh, you can't experience what I, what I love for, <coughs> for certainly in an hour long show. If if it starts off at one point and then it goes right round and it finishes off, but it can go off and either and he's a classic example of doing that, Billy Connolly. But yeah, you're right. If you just did five minutes, it would be like boom, and you're off. You know, it. it yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So um, to date, what has been your worst or best comedy gig? I can't well, imagine you having bad gigs because you're so funny. Well, the, the worst one probably would be an early one. It was a, a pub, but there was no side room of this pub. It was a pub. <laughs> Um, in front of cl- classic, you, you had to draw a bad gig. You, you draw it. No, not, <laughs> no none of the components required for it to work. No lights, no microphone. The, no, the audience didn't know it was going to happen. <laughs> and, we're just, and there was, there was dogs in there. For reason. <laughs> people bringing their shopping in. People <laughs> so it, so just, it just kicked off. <laughs> it was. It was just. We just started. Brilliant. It, it was so peculiar. But again, it's one of those experiences. You, you know, you travel with a few of your mates. Yeah. And it's. Yeah. It's when you first start. It's not. It's not bleak. It's. An, it's an experience. It's. You know. It's great. <laughs> I think. Well, you have to start somewhere. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and your best one. My best gig. Um. Well, what probably my favourite feeling? Well, my, probably my favourite feeling. So I, I've obviously done, been lucky to do some really good gigs, and, and there's two really, which so not specific, but two experiences I really enjoy. So one is when you're in Edinburgh, 
and you've got a buzzy room yeah. and your show's working and you know your show's working and they're just with you from the get-go you feel like a superstar it's amazing for it you. is amazing yeah yeah and then my other favorite feeling is new material gig you've got no idea if what you've thought of is any good <laughs> and it and it flies and you the, the, you're skipping home afterwards it must be, I mean, watching it from an audience point of view, my adrenaline is on fire when I've laughed so hard and enjoyed something so much. Delivering yeah. it must be incredible. Oh, it's, um, I think you deliver it with a, that excitement is in your delivery and it can almost carry, carry a, a, maybe an idea that isn't massively even that good. Yeah, yeah. But you've just, because you deliver it with excitement and it's a new idea you've not set it. I think the audience can feel that as well. Do you? I think it's something very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah without a doubt, it's it. Um, it's not just me generating the laughter. It's it's like you, there is a buzz in the room. I always, yeah. I, I, I always remember the first time I went to Edinburgh. The first year, um, Alan Carr was just taking off, and you couldn't get in to see him at all anywhere. But the buzz yeah. in the street about this new comedian, whether you like him or yeah. not was extraordinary yeah. and and that's yeah. the magic of it when when you find these uh, um the blog um doesn't just uh, cover uh, established comedians it also com covers up new up-and-coming comedians and there are two or three right now who are just well there's, there's loads obviously but the ones that yeah. i've seen um that, that i think oh this this guy or this girl is going to be a amazing and and because i've seen so many of them it's wonderful trying to find the next one yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 great and you're a classic example i'm i'm so much looking forward to going to see you live um oh, uh right so uh how do you cope with any nerves if you get any before you go on stage so yeah i do, oh, I do get nerves now and again i'll yeah. get a wave of nerves um not not every time it's it's usually something's a bit different about the gig and i feel oh, you know maybe it looks a bit rowdy or you know i've not maybe i've not gigged for a week or so so i've been away or been doing other stuff and it, i just how do i just well you've got no choice you've got to go on you've got to do that's it, it. One, one, once once you've you committed you've got to do it that's it you, there's no way you can't go on so you've just got to go on and when it's a particular rowdy gig, I always say to myself, I'm not going to let this, I'm not going to let these people ruin my night. <laughs> so it's our fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, That's a great yeah. answer. <laughs> but I always think you never go on with holding the audience in contempt. You'll never have a good gig. You've got to go on with some warmth and some, you know. Once... Assume they're going to be great until they prove themselves otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, once you're on stage and you've started, are you yeah. fine or do you still get nervous? No, you, you're okay. Sometimes I've done a couple of big gigs where you suddenly you, you'll get the shakes. Right. And all you're thinking is, can people see that I'm shaking? And then you <laughs> think that you've got that you've got that stream of consciousness going on. <laughs> then it, it just it, yeah, it subsides. It doesn't last. You know. Mate, it, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's it's it's, it's great. It's it's such a. I, I always wonder if, you know, we're, we're taking years off our lives by putting ourselves in that state. Well, 
even if we are, and I include the audience, what a life. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, some people never get that. Some, yeah. some, people, some people jump out of an aeroplane to, to get that. <laughs> to me, we just get to it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. It is incredible. It's incredible. Uh, how do you remember all your routines? Do you have a way of remembering them? Uh, that's a good question because I, I write in these notebooks and I, I can't think of, of ever going back and reading any of them. <laughs> Genuinely, I, I, and I record myself, but I don't listen back to them. If I haven't done a show for a long time and I'm yeah. doing the show again, I, I will watch something or listen to something. But usually, they're so in your consciousness because you're thinking about them and you've you're doing them every. It's like um, it's like song lyrics. You know, you, you've you've heard them, you've heard yourself say them so many times. There's a rhythm of it. And, yeah, yeah. But sometimes. You, what you'll get if you get too, I mean, I've done this, especially when I'm very tired, I've done lots of gigs close together. If I've got two bits that are quite similar in kind of like, rhythm or words that are similar, I've ended up like mismashing two bits together, which wow. I don't, I've managed to get out of it, but I'm like, oh gosh, so yeah, there's, there's so in there. But, then you do, but I've definitely got stuff I've forgotten about, and sometimes other people remind you, oh, you're still doing that bit. And I'm like, Oh my god, yeah, you that's good. Well, why, why I stopped doing it, but yeah. The, the, the interesting thing about watching any comedian is um, that they have to go on stage as though they've done it for the first time, even if it's second nature to them. And that's yeah. that's the key thing because it makes them endearing, and you're very yeah. endearing. You're very hello, I'm here, and here, I, and and you're away, you know, and and, and it's yeah. wonderful to see. Yeah, I think that, and there's some people that are so good at that, you know, that some people are so, it's like, you know for a fact they've been doing that material for a, a little while. Yeah, yeah. But they're still excited about it, and that's that's a real skill. It's different, you know, but then you've got other people who, where, I think Stuart Lee, in his book, I'm, I'm sure you've read lots of yeah. comedians' books, but he's an one, once he's got a show that he's touring, he'll leave a little element of the show where he has to improvise something i think there's like a list of three things in a routine and he never pre pre-plans what the three things are and it like snaps him into the room brilliant which makes total sense doesn't it yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah because um what what that does is it is it does make it different every night because he never, yeah. he never knows what he's going to get in yeah that's 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 fantastic that's that's I think I think crowd work and audience work. I think you're going to get that anyway because you never know what yeah. the audience is going to be like. But um, as I, lots I, of different I, I, I always try and do a newer bit every night. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. not not necessarily brand new untried, but something I'm working on. Yeah, yeah. Because it kind of it makes you concentrate. Yeah. Because it isn't embedded in your your brain as well, so yeah. it kind of makes you force you to concentrate and. Think about what you're doing. Anyway, so the most the most creative thing I've ever done, other than this blog, was um, write a play uh, called The Applicant, which um, I wanted to take to the Edinburgh Fringe, which I might still do. But we raised a lot of money for Comic Relief. We did three shows for it, and it's a, it's basically oh, about it's basically about me um, coming down to London from Carlisle, and I've got a successful girlfriend who lives in London, but I haven't got a job. And so it's a series of interviews. I've never had an interview before in my life and I progress to get the job. 
and there's lots of plot and everything but by the time he gets the job um uh, uh he dies and the last <laughs> the last scene is him at the gates of heaven or hell or wherever and he's being interviewed by god and god says um uh, um oh, we've been watching you and we'd like to um uh, uh, offer you the job of interviewing corpses for to go into heaven or hell and i shrug my shoulders and that's it so it's all about um uh i'm in the waiting room for the interviews and then the interviewer comes on so in the waiting room it's all about monologues so um i wrote all these great long monologues and we rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed and i ran out the first night we did it and i forgot my lines <laughs> wow yeah I was like a rabbit in headlights. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh my God. But of course, that's acting. You're reading words. Is that the same with comedy or with the, with all the um, audience work and everything? You can bring it back very quickly, I think, because a lot of them make it look seamless. Yeah, well, that's the thing with, that's what you haven't got in plays and acting. Yeah. You can't store. Yeah. You can't really store or do something else. You've got to do what's in the script whereas comedy if that does happen you've got a luxury of you'll remember something you know or you've got the audience <laughs> to chat to or you can have, yeah. have a drink of water or you can you can store a bit and let your brain catch up whereas acting you've got a <laughs> it's, is relying yeah. on your, you know, I, 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 I was fine when my mate come on my mate come on did all the, the different played all the different interviewers because you're yeah. bouncing off somebody but if yeah, you're on yeah. your own, I found it terrifying. Yeah, well, you suppose you've got no markers, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was... It was... Especially when it's a, a conversation, <laughs> you know, oh, I obviously answer that with this. Yeah, it's yeah. It's complete one of them. It's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's tough. I didn't make the same mistake twice. We did three shows. I got it worked <laughs> out. Right, let's move on. Let's move on to Edinburgh itself. I am very fortunate to be able to go to the Edinburgh Fringe every year. It's my holiday, apart from the last two, um, of course. Um, but when I go, I go for a week and I see about 50 shows. I cannot get enough of it. Um, your first ever solo Edinburgh Fringe show was called A Boy Called Pew in 2017. What was your first ever Edinburgh Fringe like? Yeah, it was it was good. I, so in terms of um, career wise, if I knew what I knew now, I probably would have waited a couple of years. Right. But I'm a big one for just doing it and just learning, and you, you're better for doing it. Better sometimes you're better for jump, jump, jumping in the deep end and figuring it out. But I, that said, I loved it. So did, so did you did you um, go to Edinburgh? and perform as one of two or three first or was it straight away a solo show so i, I didn't even know that was a thing that people did wow. which I, I literally just signed up wow so that i mean good on you that is daunting to do an yeah, hour on solo it, well, show. it is but at the same time i didn't know you know didn't know any different yeah yeah i, I, I had no kind of strategy and some people will hold off doing their hour because of the award and I was just never really into that. I just wanted to to have a go, you know. And did you enjoy it? Was it was it a success? It was uh it was good. It was a good show. It was a good first attempt. And I learnt loads and I 
No, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah really yeah. great experience. Great experience. And you learn how to do Edinburgh, and you also learn how not to do Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, next time, I thought, well, I really enjoyed that element of it, but I probably wouldn't do that bit again. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, in terms of how to, to go about it's a, it's a marathon. You know, you're up there right, for months, isn't it? Did, 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 did you do the full 25 days? I did indeed, mate, wow. yeah, I did. That yeah. is amazing. Well done, you. Well, yeah. My accommodation as well I was in a basement right. with one other guy who was out all the time. And there was, there was no windows. Oh, and there's, there's no way drying my clothes. It was oh, just, yeah, God. It was a, so I learned a lot about how not to do Edinburgh. You've been uh, back since. Yeah, I've yeah. been. I went 20, so that was 2017, I went 2018 and 2019. Yeah. I was going to have 2020 off, yeah. but obviously everybody did. And then I, I would love to go this year. If, you know, the, well, well this, this year, this year is their 75th, so it'll be a big one. And it's yeah. my 55th because my birthday's in August. <laughs> uh, what's that in August, Rich? I'm going uh, the midweek. I, I, I always go the middle week. So I'm going, yeah. I think it's August the 14th. For the week. Oh, no. So yeah. if you're there again, I will see you there, my friend. Yeah, but I am. Um, yeah, I, I love Edinburgh. I, I, yeah, I love it. So, so exciting, great city, so much yeah. to eat and drink. And yeah. As soon as, awesome. as soon as you step off the train at Waverley, the atmosphere hits you, and you think yeah. this is going to be best week of the year. And yeah, I'm one cool. of these people who meticulously do a spreadsheet and fit everybody in. And then all yeah. my friends join in and they come along. They go, oh, I might go and see that. But it's wonderful planning it all. And I just yeah. hope this year we can get we can get back to some sort of normality. I mean, they, a, a, a real one. Yeah, a, a real one. They yeah. did. I mean, they, they did one last year, and my friends went, but I didn't go. And the and the and the year that it was all online, it it was very good that they did it. But it's not the same. No, it's not. So it, it can't be. Can you? you can't feel it the same. Yeah, yeah. very, very much so. Um, so to date, what has been your comedy highlight? My comedy highlight. You know what? It's, for me, it's never one moment. It's never one thing. It's it's always what I'm doing now. You know, it's always the nice highlight thing. is like I've managed to do it for so long and. I've got better and I feel more comfortable I've met so many people and I've got genuine friends out of it. There's, there's never there's never one moment. Well, I did have a, a bit of a moment once, you know, I got to go to Australia for winning the competition. I got to do a couple of months in Australia. Yeah. And I, I, it was a night time and I'd done these gigs and I was walking back to my accommodation and like there's, it, it was in Perth, all these big kind of skyscrapers and I thought, I just thought, how have I got here? This is amazing. <laughs> and it's quite, quite overwhelming, you know. It's quite, um, it's just, it's, it's, if, when I think of a standout moment, it's probably that. But it's just, look, you feel great every day doing it. It's, it's awesome. It must be incredible, because, and, and to take a step back and to think, here I am, that, that must yeah. be extraordinary. Oh, it's awesome. Well, yeah. you know, you see some people, you see people queuing outside the venue to, to see your show in Edinburgh. And yeah. And, and your name's there and everything. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And, you know, it's kind of a... But for me, the, the highlight's always... 
when you get a good new bit. I'm all about this, the the thing itself. I am. Right. It, you know, even if I never performed, well, it would be. But I love having any ideas. That's what really get, I get a real kick out of that. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And uh, do you do you have any ambitions as a comedian? Uh, my ambition would, is to, to tour, to audience look, know what they're coming to, and uh, just bigger, bigger tours. I'd love to. Me and my friend are writing a sitcom. I'd love to. Wow. My ambition is just to be really, really good at comedy, to be as good as I can be. Well, it won't be long before you do go on tour, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, it's one of my, it's achievable, it's a tangible yeah. goal. But, and then other things, what would I love to do? Like, there's venues you'd love to do, you know, there's certain, you know, I'd love to do, go to New York, do yeah. some things in New York, yeah, maybe, yeah. one day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just do, just do fun stuff and just, just enjoy it. And obviously I've just had a baby as well. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So it's, it's um, it'd be nice for him, you know, to get something, something he can look yeah, at yeah. with that older, like whether, whether they'll get a show recorded or. That's lovely. It's the me on stuff or whatever. It'd be yeah. That's like brilliant. That. And and um, uh, I hope the sitcom goes well as well. Is it is it in early stages or development? So, it's or? A, so we've been working on it me and the guy chris washington i don't know if you oh, he's saw brilliant he's a lovely yeah. bloke yeah I met him he's really good great guy great you know every man comedian yeah yeah and, and people use that to look a bit in, in a kind of a stuck up way sometimes snobbish way but it's it's gold dust to be an every man it's 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 all it's so hard yeah so hard to do yeah uh, so i've been working on something with him and um simon make archer oh yeah did. He yeah. did this country, and his dad did Vickery Dibley. Yeah. So as a three, we're, we're, we're working on something, and we've just got three to the first draft, and it's we think it's wicked. So we're gonna. Oh, brilliant, mate! Well, all the very best with it, and uh, yeah. I, I really do. I hope I hope it's a massive success for you. Thank you, mate. Um, how have you found online gigs as opposed to live gigs? Have you done many online gigs at all? Uh, I've done a few, mainly thanks to our friend. James Gill, yeah, no, no relation. I wish he was, he's but he's not, unfortunately. Yeah. Top, yeah. top, top guy, James. Unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable man. But, um, I, can't, I call him that... my comedy brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I found him much better than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if they're done right, they're, they're, they're very good. They're, they're a good substitute. Yeah, and actually... You know, when you, when you get somebody who's really famous, like I've, I've done a couple with um, for, for James, and I think Joe Wilkins been on a few, and yeah. Kerry Godleman. Yeah. It's like they're in your house talking to you. It's almost yeah. more intimate, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's so good because, uh, yeah. of course, you can see uh, in people's houses, and so they can have a right go and <laughs> see everything. Yeah, and, yeah, well, yeah. Well, there you are, you know, and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, you never get... You, never get that experience if it wasn't for that no. so yeah much, much better than i thought to be honest with you. I, I was skeptical i was one of these people who's like I, my promise to wait i'll wait till it comes back yeah but then i saw the people like no no they're, they're okay they're good and sarah millican ran one every week for comedians to yeah, do new yeah. material yeah um so yeah much, much better and, as an audience member rich have you the kind of scratch for you as well 
I I uh, wouldn't have got through lockdown without online comedy. But having said that, you can't beat live. Um, yeah. When when uh, it started. I would go to Always Be Comedy Online. I'd go to um, Sean James' Monday night gig, Happy Mondays one. And I'd yep. go to Jarlath Regan's Friday night Return of the Crack ones. They were all really well staged, well done. Yep. But when um, Always Be Comedy first started, they didn't have any audio. A lot of them didn't have any audio. So I was sitting here laughing at four walls in, in silence. I thought I was going to be taken away. <laughs> <laughs> but when he opened up um, the front row, that was genius because not only could he chat to the front yeah. row, the, the comedians could get a sense of the timing with the laughters. With, 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 with the laughs. I think that's a game changer, yeah, isn't it? it yeah, really yeah, was. Yeah. And obviously, there's a, the tech... Sorry, but they've got uh, the curate the front row as well, can't they? Yeah, 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 Which, yeah. So when it, when, it, when it's done well, it, it's 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 great. But but you can't beat live comedy because you never know what's going to happen in the room, and it's no, all the time. Exactly. There's such this a buzz. Like, so like getting there. ready to go out as well, aren't they? There's yeah, something yeah, about yeah. Getting out, and it's you, you know, you're going to something. And it's your night out. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, no, it's, it's definitely. Much better than I thought it was ever going to be. Yeah, yeah, and I think I, um, I think obviously they're going to continue with them, which is a good thing, you know, because it also, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, it also um, gives people who can't come to the specific live gigs a chance yeah. to see comedy, which is can only be a positive thing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Who are your favourite comedians, past and present? You mentioned Peter Kay and Frank Skinner. Yeah, so I love um, I love Harry Hill. Oh, he's brilliant. <laughs> I love Harry Hill and, and Vic and Barber. Yeah, yeah. These, like, these people, they've got like a twinkle in their eye, haven't they? You yeah. see, especially the older comics now. So like a Harry, they've got like a, a twinkle in their eye. I love it. Um, it's brilliant. So I love being Billy Connolly, just yeah. getting into it, him more and more, really. Um at the minute, who do I love at the minute? I love a guy called Chris Kent. You ever seen Chris oh, he's Kent? brilliant. He's brilliant. He um, was flyering one year with Andrew Ryan, and I helped them flyer for his show, and then I went to see yeah. it, and he was brilliant. He was absolutely yeah. brilliant. Look, James A. Cash is obviously amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so many. We're so, so lucky in this country. And I'm getting some more American guys now as well. I quite like um, a guy called Rory Scoville. He's good, yes. I saw him on Return of the Crack. He was hilarious, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, oh, so you did... Oh, I would have gone to that. Return uh, of Nate, the Crack, yeah. guy called uh, Nate Bargatze. Right. He's dead good on Netflix. I love Aaron Tiernan. Oh, he's good, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I love, like, Victoria Ward. And yeah. Even, like, Jasper Callot. And, yeah. you know, like, I, I, you know, you kind of... There's always, like, a nostalgic element. There is, there stuff. is. They, I, I saw pretty much all of them live who you've just said jasper carrot yes. victoria wood um uh, peter k frank skinner um uh, vic and bob i saw the uh big night out on tour and wow. uh, les walked on the the um the, the the character in the in the white um jacket and he had to climb a ladder and fish for loaves and when he caught a loaf, everybody burst, cheered him. It was extraordinary. Um, I, I didn't know. I didn't know if you were in London, uh, which when they were 
the very early days before it got to TV, I didn't know if you were somebody that could just would have stumbled across that, or if you weren't. I I knew about it, but I didn't get to it. I I, I yeah. first went to the Comedy Store in 1988, and it yeah. was but there were Malcolm Hardy's um, uh, up the creek, weren't there? Vic, Vic Reeves was performing, and Bob Mortimer was famously in the crowd, and he got yeah. up and just messed about with him and they became a great double they're a wonderful double act they yeah they made me laugh so much because they're so surreal and yeah. and um and, and the, but, but it worked they take everybody with them yeah 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 exactly exactly it, and it's so it was, such a great journey it, it's it, really a sweet spot aren't they yeah yeah, yeah yeah super and and when you said about harry hill i i'm his number one fan i'd so wish he would come on here and do this i first yeah. saw um Harry Hill 30 years ago, this is infamous, and uh, he was downstairs at the King's Head, he was an unknown name, and he was late for the gig, and he brushed past me, jumped up onto the stage, and he said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm really sorry, I had to have a testicle brought down, that's why I'm late, and then he paused, and he said, from Derby. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best opening line I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just not so it's many just fantastic. Many. <laughs> he's so good so yeah it's it, and and it's wonderful as i said earlier to watch them grow you know it really is yeah um, yeah just following on from that um like me do you go to a lot of comedy gigs as a member of the audience so in only in edinburgh right so obviously I, I'm kind of gigging when other people are gigging, but the great thing is you get to you get to watch loads of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't necessarily have the, the experience of sitting in the audience in, unless you're in Edinburgh. And in Edinburgh, I'll queue up and I'll book tickets and I'll go and see stuff. And some people don't. A lot of comedians don't. They like to chill out in Edinburgh, and, and I totally get that as well. But yeah. I love going and seeing people over an hour sitting in the audience. What? What they've come up with this year, what they've come up with this year, I, I love all that. I find it so exciting. Are you are you as bad as me in Edinburgh? Do you see a low? I see a, about fifty shows. <laughs> uh, probably not. No. Not. I just can't, I, can, I just can't. But I, I'm fortunate. I've got the four. I can spread it over four weeks. Well, where you're, yes. You're the one that's tied to. I'm only got a week. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So um, if you're on a bill. Do you stay and watch the other acts? It all it all depends really if it's my friends or if it's somebody I've yeah. not seen before or if um, you know in your personal life if you've got stuff you need to sure. back for yeah, yeah, or yeah. travel. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I will. Yeah, I will. Yeah. And, um, what I like is as well over sometimes you, you do weekend gigs with the same people. Yeah, and I like seeing what they do on different nights as well. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, I've much enjoyed talking to you. You've been a wonderful guest and thank you so much for your time. Right. Well, thank you so, so much for your time and all the very best to you. And I'm looking forward very much to coming to see you live very soon. Yeah, I'll see you there, mate. All the best, my friend. Thank you. Cheers,